This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hannibal Khis of Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Wednesday, the 10th of August, and we got a lot of news for you coming right out of Google. As if yesterday you didn't notice, Google was down and it was down for thousands of users. We're going to be telling you why that happened and a very well-known application or social media network was also down at the same time Google was. Yes, indeed. Coming up on today's show as well, if you have been eyeing the iPhone 14 and wanting to get your hands on it, well, news have it that it could actually be released earlier than expected. Typically, we would expect Apple to go ahead and launch their new iPhones in, I think, the beginning of September, usually around September 9 or September 14. Now, rumor has it, it's going to become a lot earlier. When should we expect mm-hmm. it? And what are the different features? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a bit. Yes, and to add to the release of iPhone 14, we're also looking at the release of iOS 16. And we do have information and confirmation from Apple that battery percentage will finally return to iOS 16. Yes, indeed. In the world of weird tech, Google is making headlines as they have launched a new website for kids to go ahead and learn how to read. This website can definitely come in handy, especially during a summer break. So we're going to be giving you all those details on how you can go ahead and use it. Yes, and how many times have you been in a very annoying WhatsApp group and you wanted to leave, but you didn't want to make a fuss or, you know, a dramatic exit (laughs) per se. But WhatsApp will soon let you slip out of group chats undetected from anyone. They just won't see you there anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, let us know what your guys' thoughts are. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we got news how Google and Twitter were out of the loop yesterday. But we're going to leave you with Talking to the Moon by Bruno Mars. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. The website that a lot of people look at as an invincible one was actually down yesterday. Now, for those of you who don't know, if you have tried to Google something yesterday, you may not have been able to do so. And a lot of people actually went ahead and started checking their Wi-Fi, checking if their cellular data was was paid and it was on point because, you know, Google and a number of its services, Gmail, uh, Google Duo, Google Drive, you name it, they were down for thousands of users yesterday and a lot of people have actually been tracking that outage on the downdetector.com website. Now, more than 40,000 people worldwide were actually already reporting issues with Google as a search engine and the website was uh, that was typically tracking outages also reported that there were many user submitted errors on the platform as well. Yes, and again, user did reports indicate that Google Maps is also having problems since 9.36 p.m. local time. And we are looking at Down Detector, which is the number one most reliable source of information, whether or not a website is down to be on Down Detector. Now, I have been actually facing problems with Google Maps for a week now. And uh, really? yeah, I've been having really bad problems with Google Maps uh, connection wise. Uh, sometimes it would not detect that I was moving and it would keep me in the same place or sometimes uh, you know, I would just be in the middle of the, the ocean. God. Yeah, it was horrible. And, you know, I had to result on downloading Waze while I was driving because it was so bad. But according to the website, after around two hours, reports of the outage did begin tapering. But a small number of users did continue to report trouble accessing Google's cloud and calendar functions. And uh, a Google spokesperson did say that they are aware of the software update issue. 
that did occur late this afternoon around specific time and briefly did affect availability of Google search and even maps. Now, they did say that they did work quickly to address the issue and their services are now back online. But on Twitter, ladies and gentlemen, we also did uh, witness something else as well as Twitter was down for quite some time yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I did not notice it for the first time, believe it or not. Uh, most of the time I do notice when Twitter is down and it was really weird times because whenever something is down, uh, people go to Twitter to mm-hmm. tweet about something <laughs> is down. So if Instagram is down, people go to Twitter. If Snapchat is down, people go to Twitter because, again, they just want to ask a question and leave. And uh, for the first time, Twitter and Google are down at the same time. Yes, indeed. Now, Twitter luckily did announce that they have fixed all the issues, but thousands of users were reporting that a lot of, they had a lot of trouble accessing the platform, logging into their accounts, and so much more. So after 20, 27,000 users reported the outage of the service, they went ahead and fixed the issue that was lying there. Um, they've also made an internal system change. Uh, that was actually one of the main causes of the outage itself. And Twitter should now be load- loading for everyone, just like it did before. Let us know if you have seen the outage with Twitter or Google. It's not the first time that Twitter has actually gone down. Um, back in July, we also witnessed nearly a three-hour outage. So I don't know why so many outages are happening nowadays with social media platforms. Yes, uh, you know, a lot of people have conspiracy theories that there is a you know, underground hack going on, but who knows? 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let us know your guys' thoughts. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about the iPhone 14. Technologic. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, as we are approaching the month of September, it is something that a lot of people a wait for and we're talking about the apple event and why do people wait for the apple event well it's pretty self-explanatory as we are waiting for the iphone 14 and we are looking at how the iphone 14 will be changing in design as it does every two generations or so but could the iphone 14 be released earlier than expected now the apple iphone 14 may be arriving a little bit sooner than expected and that is according to a couple of insider sources now, the technology company's next launch event will be or set to take place in September, as it usually does every single year. That is not when the date is changing. But however, after having initially being expected to pay- take place on September 13th, we are looking at how the event could actually take place on September 6th with the iPhones available from September 13th. So we are looking at a seven-day push to an earlier date, which actually makes a very big difference. Now, with the Apple event coming, a lot of people are grabbing onto their wallets because it is now time to whip out that credit card and start paying for things. Now, I am looking at how I actually deep down inside, I'm waiting for Apple to come out and release an iPad mini pro Mm. with a higher refresh rate on the screen. Now, if that is to happen, we are looking at a game changing. Now, when it does come to the phones, I'm not really so impressed of what is coming next when it comes to the iPhone 14. As with the iPhone 13 Pro, I basically can and have to do everything. As long as my refresh rate is at 120 hertz, mm. I don't really care. Absolutely. Now, for those of you who don't know what the iPhone 14 will be offering us as users, um, we are expecting, as always, four different models of the iPhone 14. You've got the iPhone 14, 14 Pro 
the iPhone 14 Max and then the Pro Max. And they differ in sizes mostly as well as different features and capabilities. Now the Pro versions of both models is going to have the new A16 processor while the iPhone 14 and the iPhone 14 Max will be retaining the A15 chip that is also present in the iPhone 13 series. So if you do have an iPhone 13, it would not be a good idea for you to go ahead and upgrade to a 14 or a 14 Max. But if you want that faster refresh rate, you can go ahead and upgrade to the Pro model. Now, the iPhone 14 and 14 Pro models would always surprises in the terms of features that they get so this time around they're gonna get the always on screen mode as well as a redesigned notch and much better cameras i'm a little bit concerned by the always on screen because we typically tend to witness battery drainage if we are using a device that is always on uh, a couple of years ago i believe or just months ago uh, apple actually announced that their apple watch is going to come with the always on screen and people were actually complaining of battery drainage now satellite technology could also be included in the new iPhone lineup so we're looking at users being able to communicate with first responders in case of an emergency or if they are in an area without 4G or 5G coverage which would be a great feature for those who love to hike love to do extreme sports it's going to come in handy of course the Apple Watch Series 8 is also set to be uh, launched during the event as well we're looking at a model that is going to be coming with a refreshed design a bigger screen and a more durable casing so that bigger screen may be the biggest luring point for customers to go ahead and upgrade whatever apple watch design they had in the past yes and again we were looking at the always on screen coming when it first started with the apple watch and now they will do want to implement it on the iphone and i did talk about this earlier this year and we did say and actually found out that maybe we will be saving a lot of battery with the always on screen because of certain dynamics in the software and in the hardware that will be energy saving but again we are looking at how the apple event will be maybe on september 6 and again we have already seen the galaxy z fold 4 and galaxy z flip 4 uh you know kind of make an event already and a lot of leaked images have been on instagram it could be a pr move by samsung as this came after mm -hmm. apple did say or apple did leak that they might have the event a little bit earlier but we want to know what you guys are thinking. 4215, our text lines are open. We are taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about battery percentage in iOS 16 and how iOS 16 might be the best to ever apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Now, this is a feature I am very excited for, and people have had mixed opinions on whether they are welcoming it or hating it at the same time because Apple released the most recent iOS 16 beta 5 today and with it comes a much awaited return of the battery percentage to the status bar. For those of you who don't know, back in the day, Apple and iPhones in general would let you know how much is left of your battery percentage by just looking at it. So you can see exactly if there's 20% left, 50% left. But with the most recent updates, that was not anymore an option and you would typically only know uh, if you went ahead and, you know, like scroll down or click down on the battery mm -hmm. itself. So now they're actually bringing it back. But a lot of people are not as happy on the return of the feature because they feel like it's not as pretty as it used to be. Yes, you had to swipe down before and this was happening after the iPhone X was released. And, uh, you know, there wasn't enough space for the notch or, you know, thanks to the notch. And that is why we looked at, you know, battery percentage being done if you had to swoop down. Now, if you did update the latest version of the beta and don't see it, that's because it's not enabled by default and you do have to turn it on. 
But again, we are looking at how iOS 16 does look very promising and even iPad OS 16 is something a lot of people are are waiting on because again we are looking at a whole new slew of devices or sorry uh, abilities to be added to these devices and we are looking at how you know options are going to be or unavailable for iPhone 11 iPhone 12 mini and even the iPhone 13 mini but it might change in the future betas mm -hmm. and again a lot of people were not liking uh, you know the new design already because again you know it's it, I'm gonna try to illustrate the image for you yeah. so it's going to have the battery percentage in the top right corner where your battery is and mm -hmm. if it's zero or if it's full it will always show a full battery but with the number being inside there so you no longer will have to determine or differentiate how much battery you're on based off how the battery looks mm -hmm. other than you know having the number on the battery itself so we are looking at how Apple decided to make this uh, move. But again, if you don't like how it looks, you can put the put the you know the option, the, the option that you're used to. Yes, yes, indeed. Now, for a lot of people, it's it's just impractical because sometimes you just look at the graphic itself and you expect it to kind of let you know how much battery is there. But with this new update, even if you have only 10% of battery, the icon itself will still look full. Now. A lot of people have also been complaining that it, they don't need to do such minute updates to their iOS system, but this is exactly what Apple is all about. They like making small little changes that end up making your usage of the phone itself a lot more convenient. And just like Hanny said, if you don't enjoy it, you can always bring it back to what it once was throughout the settings. Yeah. Um, let us know what are you guys thinking. 4215, are you going to be using the newest feature no. or not? You're not? Yeah, I, I'm used hmm. to it by now. And, you know, it looks cleaner to me the way it is right now. And also, you know, I'm, my eye is not always going to be on how much battery I'm on. Because before, we always have to eye and see, am I 90%, 95%? But now, yeah. when I look at, you know, uh, my battery and I see it maybe at 25% and I scroll down, and, oh, it's 50. I get happy, hmm. you know? So, again... I'm going to keep it the way it is. What's not broken, don't <laughs> fix it. But again, that's what Apple did in the beginning. Ladies and gentlemen, 4215, we are taking a short break. And when we come back, we got more news in the technological world for you. Check this out. Check this out. All 95. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about Google launching a new website for kids learning how to read. And, you know, reading is a very essential part of life and living because but we need to it's read. it's not done often nowadays. <laughs> yes, and again, we, we, we don't read as we used to back in the day. You know, reading was a form of entertainment. And nowadays, unfortunately, if someone reads, you automatically think they're smart, which <laughs> it's not. It was a form of entertainment back in the 1800s. Uh, you know, we didn't have TVs. We didn't have uh, social media. We didn't True. have radio. So how would someone, you know let's say fire up <laughs> yeah or fire up their imagination they would read a good and nice book but google has released a browser version of its read along android app and the website while still in beta is up and running now now that website does include hundreds of illustrated stories at a or and at a few different reading levels so we're looking at beginner and intermediate and so on and once these children do select a story they can then start reading into their device's microphone and words are highlighted in blue after they've read them and mispronounced words are underlined in red. And then once you click on that underlined word, a virtual assistant, which is Daya, mm -hmm. 
will pronounce it for you. Now, this is such a great invention, especially for kids. I remember back in the day, I don't know if it was the same with you, honey, but uh, I remember we had to go ahead and read certain stories and we had to learn how to pronounce every single one of them. And you'd usually have to do it with a parent because how would you know if you've mispronounced a specific word or even a sentence altogether. And so now you don't even need that. All you need is Daya, the new virtual assistant, because she's going to help you pronounce it correctly if you mispronounce it. It's such a great invention, especially if you want to keep your kids entertained, yet at the same time, make the most out of summer break. You can easily find the website if you just type out readalong.google.com. It's free for usage. Once again, as we've mentioned, it's still in its uh, beta version. However, a lot of people have actually making the most out of it because it is supported by a lot of different uh, web browsers like uh, Google Chrome, Firefox and Edge. Others have even, even used it with Safari, even though I must say it's still not very conveniently run on Safari. So it mm -hmm. would be best for you to use other web browsers and you can find stories in different languages and what's nice about it is it can even be adjusted to uh, different reading levels so let's say you've got a child in first grade another one in sixth grade one in fourth grade so you can pick books that suit where they are at without necessarily having to force them into a new stage altogether stories are available in different languages like english hindu uh, bengali telugu marathi tamil spanish Spanish as well mm -hmm. as Portuguese and they have constantly been adding new stories to the read-alongs collection you can find them available within this upcoming year on both the web and Android versions however what you'll see on the web browser is just a few of what they are going to be offering very soon yes and we all are also looking how Google has added new stories to read-alongs collection which will be available later this year in both the web and Android versions as well and these do include adaptations of content from children's video creators, USB studios, and even Choo Choo TV, <laughs> as well as Alphabet and Phonics books from education company Katuki. Now, we are looking at how, you know, reading is a very essential part. And right here in Sharjah as well, we do have the Children's Reading Festival. And it's very important to teach kids to read and to remind them that reading is a very essential part of our lives. And, you know, this is the iPad generation. This is the YouTube generation <laughs> where a lot of forms of entertainment are right in the palm of our hands. And when is the last time you picked up a book and read? 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let us know your guys' thoughts. We are taking a break, but when we come back, we're talking all about what's up, letting you do things without people knowing. What's worth a click and download? Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking all about what's up and how it will soon let you slip out of group chats undetected. Now, how many times are we invited to a group chat that we don't really want to be in, but because of courtesy and you don't want to be rude, you don't want to leave that group chat, and even if someone adds <laughs> me to a group chat by accident, I wait for them to remove me, I don't leave it because... I just feel that it's mean, but WhatsApp will now let you leave those group chats undetected and they're launching a new feature that will allow users to leave lengthy group chats without alerting others to their exit. Yes, indeed. Now, this is by far one of the most hyped features that I've ever seen WhatsApp announce and people actually reacting to it with so much excitement because... You know, we all we all go through these moments. You know, you're put in a group, whether it is childhood friends, whether it is, you know, a group for X, group for Y, group for Z. And with every group chat, you just feel like you hold some type of responsibility to kind of like pitch into the conversation, which sometimes can be an unseen load on the shoulders of many. And so now WhatsApp is relieving us of this 
big load on our shoulders and they're allowing us to leave the the group itself without necessarily everyone in the group being alerted. You're not going to see any more this number left the group or Hani left the group. So you could just leave and no one will ever know unless they go ahead and check who is a part of this group. So currently WhatsApp is actually going to slowly be enrolling this feature to people and you're not going to see it right away. But for larger groups, it might come sooner than later. Um, a lot of people have been very annoyed by how a everyone on the group gets notified when someone leaves and nowadays they do want only the admins to be informed and so this is exactly what whatsapp is going to be doing this month now this is just one of many other features that whatsapp is doing so that they can go ahead and enhance their privacy another tool will be announced by uh, whatsapp itself in the coming weeks where they're going to allow every user to conceal their presence so that others cannot see when they're online can we get a round of applause. Yes, a, wanted this a big round of applause as these things are things that I did not like. And we did tell you guys to text us in at 4215. And Majid El from Sharjah did text us in and said, yes, this feature has been long awaited. So we're going to give a big shout out to Maid El from Sharjah. And again, Maid, I do believe that a lot of people are thinking the same way you do. And me being one of them in Omnia, what do you think? Same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we all don't want to be seen online as some people could, you know, as they say in Arabic, uh, you know, in Shabun. Just, just a few people, though. Not. A, yes. I, I don't mind the online feature. I nah. think I used to mind the last scene a lot because it just puts yeah, a lot of last pressure. I've turned <laughs> off since like 2015. But uh, again, I think uh, the, the online feature, sometimes you just don't want to reply at this moment in time. You know, or you have a more important chat to reply to. Yes, especially with work contacts. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you reach out to someone and you are, you want to reply, just not right now. You know, you've, you're, you're outside your office hours. and. <laughs> A lot of people may not take it well if you don't reply immediately. But we'd love to hear your thoughts. 4215, are you excited for being able to leave a chat on a WhatsApp group without anyone knowing? And do you have an issue that admins will be notified? We'd love to hear your thoughts. 4215, but this does mark the end of today's show. We truly hope you've enjoyed this hour with us just as much as we did. Coming up is the halftime show, the only place to be with the man himself, Omar al-Duri. He's going to be giving you a quick roundup of everything that is happening in the world of sports as well as your physical health and mental well-being. Yes, and ladies and gentlemen, we will be seeing you guys tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse. 95.